You are live on Get Connected. Andy Barrar here, filling in for Mike Agarbo, who's on holidays with the family. And I'm joined in studio with Get Connected host and executive producer, AJ Vickery. How are you, AJ? Hey, Andy. How are you? I'm great. I always love doing the show with you. You know, uh, we're like the A team of uh, Get Connected. That's Andy right. And AJ. <laughs> Double A. Yes. Uh, we got a great show for you today. Later on, of course, we're going to go open line. Take any of your tech questions or calls. If you need some buying advice, we could help with that as well. But in particular, AJ, we decided we're going to do something a little different today. Yeah. And we're going to help people fix their Wi-Fi problems that they have in the home. I got to say, I love this show, Andy, because I'm excited because this is a topic that is going to help everybody who's listening. So if you're driving your car right now, plan the long route to work or home. Yeah. If you're uh, at home right now, put the kettle on and get a cup of tea ready because we are talking about Wi-Fi networks in your home. We're talking about how to extend your range. We're talking about how to get rid of dead spots. Mm -hmm. We're talking about how to increase your download speeds. We're going to be talking about, we're going to be taking your calls and helping you with some of the problems that you have with those darn networks at home with your internet, because we know we all have them. I I have them. Everyone that I talk to has at least one place in their house that's dead. It could be the garage. It could be their patio, their deck, somewhere where they want Wi-Fi. They can't get it. We're going to show you how you can get that Wi-Fi into that spot. And you know what? Um, let's face it. You kind of need Wi-Fi in every room because yeah. as I told our Periscope uh, listeners, and we'll explain that in a minute, um, I, was, uh, I was using uh, an app in the bathroom last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so, glad you admit that. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> I had, uh, I had the, um, the, the Oral-B white 7000 toothbrush That's so right. this so this is a toothbrush that connects via bluetooth to an app on your phone mm-hmm. now the question i have is how far is too far you know <laughs> like at what point do you not need to take an app anymore you know yeah. i mean that that is the question and and maybe taking it into brushing your teeth has gone a little bit too far but i got to say the guys at oral b for the for you know targeting the techies like you and me this was actually pretty cool because the toothbrush tells the phone a whole bunch of information that I actually never knew before. Yeah. And, and I got to say, it was pretty cool. So you, you, you put the phone down and you sort of start brushing your teeth. It's using one of the electric toothbrushes, which actually, actually I've been using an electric toothbrush for um, a few years now, probably yeah. four or five years. But this one's Bluetooth enabled. But this one's Bluetooth enabled. So it's still the electric, but it now is telling the app all sorts of information. So for example... It encourages you to brush longer. <laughs> it actually gives you little like emotions and, and two happy minutes, faces. Two yeah. minutes, is, two minutes is your range. But you know what? Once you hit two minutes, it's like, keep going, AJ. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and also, um, it actually uh, tells you when you're pushing too hard. So, so if, you're, if you're using an electric toothbrush, one of the biggest mistakes people can make is actually putting too much pressure and actually causing a little bit of damage to your gums. So this one actually sort of tells you, and then it keeps track. So as you brush your teeth once a day, twice a day, three times a day, as many times per week into the months, it actually keeps this ongoing track of how many times you brush your teeth and kind of gives you this really real information. Then it connects to your dentist and allows you to help make appointments. Like wow. it was, it was pretty cool stuff. Okay. I didn't know that. So you need Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, that's why, and you know, this, the thing is like, there are so many different connected devices in the home. Yeah. Apple has just announced their home kit. Yes. And that's basically going to create the connected home. Yeah. It's a, it's a platform that's going to allow all your different devices in your home to, to 
basically communicate with your iPhone yeah. or your iPad. Yeah. And this is just around the corner. Ecobee, they just announced uh, this week the first Wi-Fi-enabled uh, thermostat that can be operated by Siri. Well, so this is the thing, Andy. Like, it's all coming together, right? Like, Siri can be told to turn the lights down in the living room. That's right. You know, and, and, and dim the lights a little bit. The, the, the ID in the new iPhones, so you can basically fingerprint. The open, touch unlo- ID. Yeah, to unlock your device. That's going to be used to open your garage mm-hmm. now or your front door. Yep. I mean, this is, this is how that connected home is all coming together. Well, the first generation of connected home products, yep. you would have to go to your phone, open yep. up the app, and then say, oh, I want to turn the lights off. Yeah. Now you don't even have to open the app. You're, no. just tell, you're talking to your phone yeah. saying, turn the, light, the living room lights off. Yeah. It's like, it's like the Clapper 2.0 yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah, I know. I mean, the dream of connected home has been around, and we've talked about it for a while. But I think that what we're going to see, especially with Apple paving the way with the connected home devices coming out, uh, er, the reality of it. And you know what? For any of this to work, you need a good Wi-Fi. Absolutely. Which is why it, we're talking today about it. Yeah, there's no point in buying these connected home products until you've upgraded and you got the latest routers. We're actually going to have the folks over at Netgear on after the break to talk about what these new smart Wi-Fi routers are all about. Yeah. Parental controls. There's so much you can do on there that a lot of people, and this is what bugs me, AJ, is a lot of people call into the show and they say, I have a dead spot. And I'm looking for a range extender. Yeah. And I asked, what kind of router do you have? It's like, oh, it's the one my ISP provided me five years ago. Yeah. And so much has changed. So much has changed. In, in, in wireless networks, yeah. in the strength. And, and that's the first thing. It's don't get a range extender. Go and upgrade your router. And that's why we got Netgear on because they have some fabulous routers. Yeah. And we're going to talk. Yeah, I know them. you're a big fan of Netgear. There's a lot of manufacturers out there that make these devices. But I know that you've had a lot of personal success yeah. uh, with the Netgear products. You know... The th- I think it was I don't know if it was a setback, but at some point about two or three years ago, um, the ISPs decided to provide not only the modem but the router and the Wi-Fi in one device. In we one could, consolidated. At one point, device. they just said, "Well, why are we? Why not just fix the whole thing, right?" Because yep. they probably got lots of support questions, and it was like, "Oh, maybe it's your router or whatever." Now they service the whole thing, but in one way, I think that was really great because it simplified what you needed to get Wi-Fi in your house. In another way, like you said. You sit on these things for five years, you're missing huge opportunity with some of the things that are being manufactured to really improve that signal in your well, house. Don't get me wrong. They're decent. They work. Yeah. But they're, they're not as good as a third-party router, especially the high-end ones. You know, there's three companies really that are making uh, routers. There's D-Link, yeah. Linksys, and Netgear. And like you said, I've tried. I first started on a D-Link router. Yeah. Then I moved um, to Linksys, and I was on that for years. Yeah. Both Mike Agarbo and myself were on that. Yeah. Then uh, we were at the Consumer Electronics Show a couple of years ago, and Netgear had an award-winning router. It just won this huge prize. Yeah. And we're kind of looking at each other going, we need to get this. Yeah. And so we actually did a show because we knew the connected home was coming. We did a show a couple of years ago where we went to Mike Agarbo's house yeah. and retrofitted his house with the new router. Yeah. And it changed his life. Yeah. And he's just like, I can't believe it. Like My kids are, love me now because yeah, yeah, they, they, got yeah. all, they got the Wi-Fi in the room. All these problems yeah. that we're having yeah. were solved. And it's because before with the Linksys routers, they were, they were pretty. They were something that you would like to put on your shelf. Yeah. But there was no antennas on them. Yeah. These new ones that they have, they look like rocket ships. They look ships. like helicopters. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, like a jet fighter. Yeah. It is so geeky and it's got antennas coming out uh, everywhere. Yeah. But the performance is just fabulous. That's the difference. And so we're going to have to talk to the folks at Net, uh, Gear after the break to learn about that. 
Don't forget, we are on Periscope right now. So if you want to be a fly on the wall in the studio, you just have to go to our Twitter account at Get Connected Now, all one word, at Get Connected Now on the Periscope app. Or if you have your laptop or a browser, just Google Get Connected Now Twitter. That's going to open up our Twitter page, and you'll see the link for the Periscope, and you can watch us live here in studio as we talk to the folks over at Netgear. The fun thing about the uh, Periscope, Periscope, if you do join in with us, um, you get all the banter between the breaks, and uh, I got to say, it's there's some, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lot less formal. <laughs> not, not only that, um, I have a cool thing that I want to show during the break. I have in my pocket Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of Apple. I have his business card, yeah. and, and I want to show you. You've never seen a business card like this. It's like machine drilled. It yeah. is the geekiest, <laughs> best business card ever. And if you want to check it out, I'm going to show it to you on Periscope uh, during the break. Speaking of a break, we have to take a break now. But when we come back, we're going to talk to the folks over at Netgear about smart Wi-Fi routers. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back right after this. You're back with Get Connected. Andy Barrar here. I'm filling in for Mike Agarbo, who's on holidays with the family, and I'm joined in studio with AJ Vickery. Want to talk about routers. How old is the router that you have at home? Is it two years old, three years old? And hopefully it's not five years old. Well, on the line right now, we have a great guest. We got Sandeep Harpalani. He's the Director of Product Marketing for Retail Network Products over at Netgear. Sandeep, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Andy. Thanks for inviting me. I'm glad to be here. Uh, we were kind of starting the show off talking about how we're going to solve all the listeners' Wi-Fi problems. And a lot of people have routers that are really old, and they're buying more and more of these connected devices in their home. We were actually just talking about uh, a connected Bluetooth toothbrush, believe it or not, that, that works. And so we wanted to get you on the uh, show today to talk about your new routers, specifically this new standard called AC. Can you tell us, the listeners, a little bit about what AC standard is for the new routers? Definitely. So A2.11AC is the new Wi-Fi standard. It's actually not new. It's about three years old um, that Netgear introduced the first A2.11AC router in the market. Uh, but we now see a lot of devices, a lot of uh, Wi-Fi devices uh, available now. So if you're typically using a latest smartphone, an iPhone 5, or using a Samsung or any other uh, latest smartphone or uh, a tablet, most likely you have 8.11 AC on those devices. The biggest benefit with 8.11 AC is that it's faster. It's about three times faster than the older 8.11 N technology. So if you're ever worried in terms of getting performance, getting better speeds, uh, and not wanting to wait until this reduce the buffer speeds and so on when you're watching the movie, yeah. uh, uh, 8.11ac would be a great upgrade to look for on your, on your uh, router. So let, let's talk about that for a second, Sandy, because I think that's a really good point. Um, I don't, for, in Wi-Fi, typically, uh, in the past, has been slower than if you were able to do a direct wired connection. And I think um, a lot of folks don't actually realize that if you run, your, if you run a, uh, an actual cable into your sort of router or modem that's directly uh, from your internet provider in your house, you're going to get um, incredible speeds there. Um, but for the most of us, we want to have the Wi-Fi. And the challenge with Wi-Fi is that the more people that are connected to that Wi-Fi, typically in the past, and the relative speed of the 
uh, Wi-Fi network that you've installed are the things that really limit you from getting those comparable speeds to to actually being wired. So with this AC, this new standard, with the increase of the of the speed, how close are you getting to replacing that sort of wired connection? So depending on uh, the device and, and the number of uh, Wi-Fi streams that it support, theoretically the standard actually goes up to um, actually multiple gigabits and so on. Hmm. So the fastest router that we have today, which is the Nighthawk uh, uh, X6, is uh, uh, AC3200. That means it has a combined speed of uh, 3.2 gigabits between the 2.4 and 5 uh, uh, gigahertz band. Wow. So, so so that kind of speed is like is unheard of. The, those speeds are, are you're never going to see any kind of like Netflix buffering or anything like that. Yeah. So even even on a, in in a single individual device, uh, you can hit up to a gigabit speeds uh, uh, today. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you should see if you have the latest router and if you if you are utilizing the 8.11 AC standard that should help you get closer and closer to that uh, uh, gigabit speed. And even more important is a, a great point that you talked about is increasing number of devices in the home. Mm-hmm. So it's not only actually getting a faster speed; it's getting a faster speed on all these devices simultaneously. Yeah. Because most likely, when I'm watching Netflix, maybe my kids are playing uh, online game on the side, and my wife is watching her favorite serial. So uh, it's it's multiple devices running at the same time and requiring that bandwidth. Well, I think that about it. We're, we're we're only a household of three. Uh, we've got two iPads that are always connected to Wi-Fi, three cell phones, which are always connected to Wi-Fi when we're in the house. We've got two laptops connected to Wi-Fi. We've got an Apple TV connected to Wi-Fi. We've got a, um, a, a network-attached storage. We've got, you know, I mean, we're just three people. And yeah. every single one of those devices wants to get in line for that speed in the house. And so for people out there in your in your existing home networks, every one of those connections is bogging things down and giving you a poor performance. So I think the point may, being made here is these new devices, these new standards, are supporting mul- these multiple connections at higher speeds. That's, that's, that's very true. So if you look back in terms of maybe three, four years ago, how many devices you had and how have these number of devices increased, uh, a typical average U.S. Ho- uh, household has about uh, nine devices in home, nine Wi-Fi connected devices, and that's an average household. Yeah. So as you correctly mentioned in terms of the, these number of devices are increasing and all of this is taking bandwidth away from your uh, network or utilizing networks. So definitely you're looking for, if, you're out, if you have a router which is more than two or three years old, uh, you will see a significant benefit in terms of upgrading to the 811 ac latest routers. It's a, it's a great investment for anybody that has a lot of different devices connected into their network. I have a question for you, though. You have these dual-band routers, so they, they're giving two different wireless networks, one on the 2.4 gigahertz spectrum and the other one on the 5 gigahertz spectrum. How, what, what do you recommend people um, use for different uh, case studies, I guess, when they're in the home? What, what network do they pick? So the 2.4 gigahertz is actually the older network. It's a old, more, more of a legacy uh, standard. Um, it's it's uh, supported. It's widely supported, and so on. The 5 gigahertz is a new standard. Uh, actually, the 8.11 AC works specifically on the on the 5 gigahertz standard. So uh, we would recommend strongly for people to use the 5 gigahertz standard. 
there are multiple reasons for it. One is, of course, the faster speed. Um, it also has more number of channels available. So especially if you are living in a crowded area and you have a lot of uh, uh, um, routers and access points near your home, uh, having using the 5 gigahertz, there's a much, much more likelihood that you will find a better connection. So if you're doing video streaming, if you're doing online gaming, if you're doing uh, any kind of uh, um, uh, activity where you are uh, worried about any kind of a delay or buffering, uh, 5 gigahertz is definitely a much, much more uh, cleaner and a much more faster channel to connect on. So again, this is one of these situations, and I don't think most people realize it, but when you get one of these new routers, it broadcasts two different signals. So so you'll literally see the name that you gave it, like my, my house internet, uh, but then one will be 2.4 and one will be 5 and and as Adip is saying, the 2.4 is more for those legacy devices that aren't able to connect to this this faster, better 5 gigahertz network. But that's the difference, right? You got to get one of these routers that have the 5 gigahertz because it's going to give you better overall performance. Uh, yes. So really, uh, dual band, I think, is a especially. I think every time you open up your laptop and you try looking for, you will see multiple networks around your home. Um, so having a five, having a dual band, having a five gigahertz band will give you a much much more cleaner connection. It'll give you a much more uh, better connection and a better end user experience. So uh, a, a dual band with 8.11 AC would really be a kind of a minimum requirement, as I would say today, if you are going and buying a router today. Sandeep, we're coming up to a break, but if you can, I'd like you to hold on the line because there's so much more we want to talk about, specifically parental controls. Are your kids constantly online while you're at work during the summer holidays? Well, we're going to show you how you can limit that and make sure they go outside and play when you're at work. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back right after this. You're back with Get Connected. Andy Barrar here, filling in for Mike Agarbo. And I'm joined in studio with AJ Vickery. We're talking about Wi-Fi here on Get Connected. Do you have dead spots in your home? Is your router three, four, or maybe five years old? Well, you're going to want to upgrade them. That's what we're talking about. On the line right now, we still have Sandeep Harpalani from Netgear. He is the director of product marketing, retail network products over at Netgear. Sandeep, thanks for staying on the line with us. Definitely, Andy. Glad to uh, answer any questions that you have. Uh, let's talk about, you know, typically when routers first came on, it were really hard to kind of uh, change like the passwords and you would have to go onto your computer. But you guys have this Genie app. Tell us a little bit about what that's all about. So Genie is uh, an app that uh, you can install on your PC or your Mac or even your smartphone. There's an Android version and an iOS version. And, and this is really to help you uh, manage your home network or to give you a quick dashboard and show you how your network is doing at this point in time. So basic things like, am I a device? is my device connected to the router and to the Internet? You can look at it. You can look at that, uh, as you mentioned, the Wi-Fi network name and password. So typically people forget that. Uh, you can go to the Genie app and it'll, it, uh, you can allow, to, allow you to basically look at that. You want to set up a guest network access. So um, typically friends come in and uh, they want to connect to the home network. Now I just take out my phone from my pocket, open the Genie, and I can turn on the guest network and allow them to access my home network. And, so and it's, that, it's a, 
One second, Sandeep. So that guest network, that's completely different from the other network that you have because you might have um, you know, a, a media, multimedia server. You might have your files and all accessible on your network. But this guest access is different. They still get Wi-Fi access, but they're not attached to your, your home network. Yes, it's a completely separate network. So you could have, for example, a USB hard drive connected to your router on which you're taking a backups and everything. So you could have some financial data there. You could have some personal information here which you don't want to share. So having a guest network means this person is basically having access to Internet, cannot access any of the devices in the home, cannot access the USB hard drive connected to the router. So it's a very safe and secure way to allow people, allow guests to access the Internet without giving them access to really the home network. Another great thing about the Genie app is these parental controls. I don't think a lot of parents out there realize that they can control what devices are being accessed to the Internet, setting up different kind of filters to make sure that their kids don't see the wrong kind of content. So tell us a little bit about the parental controls that are uh, embedded inside your routers. Yes, so all Netgear routers come with a full parental controls. Um, and what it does is it's very simple and easy to set up. It basically allows you, gives you kind of a pre-configured uh, categories from low to high. So depending on your requirement, if you have small kids, you want to have the maximum security. Or if you just want to basically protect yourself from any kind of uh, uh, malware or, or uh, 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 websites that are basically uh, virus or something you want to protect yourself, you can do something like that. Well, it is the summertime, okay. so I, I know a lot of kids are staying at home while the parents are at work, and I, I would imagine a lot of these kids are playing like online gaming on their consoles like Xbox and Playstations. With these parental controls, can you basically set like what hours you can block access to the internet and uh, what hours you can allow it? Yes, yes. So you can basically, the first thing is it's running on the router. So it, it covers, as you said, it covers all devices in the home. So it covers your Xbox, your PS3, your, your uh, uh, tablet and smartphone, not just the PCs. The second thing is you can easily set up limits in terms of saying, for example, I don't want my kids to play online games during homework hours and so on, or I don't want them to go to social networking during a certain time and so forth, or set up limits in terms of beyond this time in the night. So you can go and easily pick certain categories um, and say, I don't want access to, for example, online gaming during this time to this time. And you can do that all easily directly from the genie itself. Uh, it gives you all the necessary uh, interface to basically go and set it up. This, and even when you're outside, you can actually go and log into your account and make changes because I'm sure at sometimes you might have received uh, phone calls from your kids that they absolutely have to go and access the Internet and access uh, a particular website. So you can even change those policies when you're outside. It's kind of funny, AJ. You could like literally set up a Wi-Fi camera and you're at work and you're watching your kids then they're playing on their Xbox and then with this Genie app you can restrict that access <laughs> and watch that, that whole uh, game basically shut down. That, that's pretty, pretty much possible you're, with, with you're, a Sandeep, isn't it? You're going to be a mean yes, dad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you actually have a Genie with remote access also available on Nighthawk routers which are a high-end R7000 router which will allow you to look at the network map which will allow you to basically look at, uh, right-click on a device in that network map and decide to kick that device out. So if you find that this is 
not a time that your kids should be online. You can, you can even do that remotely. Or sitting in your bed in the night without getting up, you can uh, remove a particular device from the network totally. Sandeep, I wanted you to stay on the line. We're going to open up the phone lines for people. If you have any uh, Wi-Fi issues, maybe a dead spot, well, we got the man right here, Sandeep Harpalani from Netgear. Uh, we're going to give the numbers out right now. Call us if you have any kind of Wi-Fi issues. The number's here. If you're in the Vancouver area, 604-280-9898. If you're calling anywhere across Canada, the number is 1-877-399-9898. That's 1-877-399-9898. We're going to have to take a break. Sandy, stay on the line. We're going to try to take some open line calls about Wi-Fi issues. You are listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network, and we're going to be back right after this. You're back with Get Connected. Andy Barrar here, filling in for Mike Agarbo, and I'm joined in studio with AJ Vickery. We've been talking about Wi-Fi, fixing your Wi-Fi issues in the home. Well, we got a solution, AJ. We got a great prize this week. Yeah, fantastic prize. Super big thank you to the guys at Netgear, allowing us to give away to one of the lucky listeners. Please go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. Check out the contest page. We're giving away the N... The R. Oh, sorry. The R7000 Netgear router. This thing's got the dual band, the 5 gigahertz network, the 2.4 gigahertz network. This thing is fully loaded and is going to be awesome to put into your current Wi-Fi situation. So go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, click on the contest page, and enter to win. And of course, if you uh, don't win the contest, but you're still interested in getting a Netgear router, just head over to your local London Drugs. They have a, a complete line of different range of prices points. Anything from like $100 all the way up to like the creme de la creme, the Nighthawk X6, which I have at my home. And that's around $300, I think, two to $300. Uh, we still have Sandeep Harpalani on the line from Netgear. We're going to go open line now and answer some of your tech questions. Uh, we'll start off with Don. Don, what's uh, your question? Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. So um, I still I got to tell us this fiber optic thing. I got like six boxes. Wow. And um, I, I kind of need to know somebody that can set this stuff up for me. I got three different clickers for every TV in the house and uh, the Wi-Fi doesn't work on some of the TVs. You punch all the passwords and stuff in, it doesn't recognize it. You know, give me old school stuff to plug in. I got no problem, but this is just a nightmare. I got I got more clickers than I know what to do with. And uh, the Wi-Fi situation, like I say, it works on some, doesn't work on others, and it's all coming from the same place. That's a great question, Don. Sandy, what, what do you recommend? You know, a lot of people, when they sign up for their internet uh, package with their ISP provider, they get these modem router kind of hybrids. It's all consolidated into one device. Do you recommend people basically get a third-party router, like a Netgear router, uh, on top of that? So it really depends in terms of what are the specifications, and, and uh, there are a lot of things that are that impact the router, right? So we spoke about 5 gigahertz. We spoke about 8.11 AC. So most likely, uh, if you have received this equipment from your service provider, it will not be the latest and the best out there. So clearly, with uh, um, um, seems having an issue, uh, I would strongly recommend to go to the nearest store uh, and and, uh, buy one of the uh, latest routers. Um, Netgear specifically seems like you you require a good coverage. We spoke about the unit, the R7000, the Nighthawk. It is 8.11 AC. It has uh, um, a dual band, 5 gigahertz. Uh, It should definitely help you in terms of getting your full coverage. 
One big benefit also with uh, uh, Nighthawk R7000 is that one, if you try to install it behind your router, I don't know if you could actually replace the router or not, um, but uh, your service provider provided router. But if you use the R7000, it'll actually recognize that you're installing it behind your service provider gateway, oh. and it'll give you different options there to help you walk you through the entire installation process. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, one, one thing you can do with routers, is, especially if you have one, you buy another one, is you can put it into an access point mode and create a separate Wi-Fi network. And Sandeep, I, I actually did this recently uh, during the summer here. Um, I wanted to get Wi-Fi in my backyard, and I used one of your routers. It was called the Netgear Trek. And this is a, a small little router that's a travel router, hmm. which you would take if you're going on a business trip. But I hooked it up uh, using a power line adapter. These are little uh, things that you would plug into the wall, and basically you connect to your router through an Ethernet cable. And then on the other side where you want to get Wi-Fi, it comes to another plug in the, an outlet with the Ethernet coming out of there into this router, which created a new Wi-Fi network in the backyard changed my life. Hmm. It's amazing because now I can listen and stream music, watch videos like Netflix, all in the backyard. So uh, that's another solution people can do if they want to keep their existing Wi-Fi network but create a new one. Isn't that correct? That's, that's very true. So you could use a power line to extend your network and, as you said, put in uh, a range extender there. Or you can directly buy a range extender. Right now you have a whole range of uh, range extenders available from simple wall-pluggable ones to actually desktop ones. Mm -hmm. So based on your requirement in terms of how large is the area that you want to cover, you can get one of these range extenders which uh, uh, will connect through Wi-Fi to your current router and extend that network. So but the first thing to take care is to basically make sure that you have a good Wi-Fi router that provides you the uh, dual band, provides you 811 AC to give you a full coverage. And well, then to look at extension solutions if that's not if that uh, doesn't solve your problem. Well, I'm glad that you said that you can actually have it uh, plug in behind the existing router because the challenge is, is that it's not always easy to go into the combined one from the from the provider and yeah. know how to turn turn it off. But um, let me circle back to Steve's question there just quickly. Andy, who do you like for 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 coming out and helping it with these in home installations? I mean, I I love getting down to London Drugs and talking to their professional services guys down there uh, because they have a lot that they can offer. Uh, but sometimes people feel overwhelmed by, yeah. by, by these setups, especially if you've got multiple TVs. He's got fiber optics going into his house. Like He's got the best connection you can get yeah. for Internet. Um, who do you like for, for on-site? Well, well, one thing that you would want to do, especially he was mentioning how he had multiple controllers, and, he, and it's just really difficult. And I know you've tried this, the yeah. Logitech Harmony. Yeah, but it, someone's got to go to his place and help fix all that up. You know, like so. I guess you could you could look at a few different solutions for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, if you have a techie friend, you might want to yeah. buy a case of beer and ask him to come <laughs> over and yeah. uh, and fix your Wi-Fi problems. But uh, definitely go to the London Drugs. Talk to those guys. They can help you out. They'll diagnose what your problem is and then offers what kind of solutions you need to do to get that up and running. Uh, we're going to have to take a break. Uh, Sandeep, if you could stay on the line, just one more segment. Uh, we're going to try to solve some more problems with people's Wi-Fi. Wendy, stay on the line. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, and we'll be back right after this break. You're back on Get Connected. Andy Barrar here, filling in for Mike Agarbo, and I'm joined in studio with AJ Vickery. We're talking about Wi-Fi. We're going to solve all your Wi-Fi problems in your home. You can give us a call. The number's 604-280-9898. If you're calling anywhere across Canada, the number is one 877 
399-9898. We're going to go jump into the phone boards. We still have Sandeep Harpalani from Netgear on the line to help us with these Wi-Fi questions. Let's go to Wendy. Wendy, what's your question? Say, um, and increasingly notice Wi-Fi-enabled gadgets are becoming more and more vulnerable to hackers, and we bought a car recently with a Wi-Fi fob. Mm. Um, and then I started reading that the Wi-Fi fobs for the, you know, the keyless fobs for the cars, they're figuring out a way to jam it because the Wi-Fi is always on wherever your fob is. Mm. And so basically there, I read online where this guy had his car stolen like four different times and one time his key fob was in the, in the window and the hackers were right in his driveway jamming the Wi-Fi signal to open his car. And so my question is, with these security Wi-Fi-enabled gadgets for the door and the garage, you know, they sound really great, but, you know, what's the hackability quotient on these, on these things? Great question. That's an excellent question. Sandeep, what, what are you guys doing over at Netgear for the security? You know, we're going to see all these connected devices. What kind of security features do you have at the router level? So um, there are actually secure, the latest uh, security standards, which are there, are pretty, uh, pretty secure. Uh, that uh, they go up to 128-bit encryption and so on. So all the routers, all the Netgear routers, actually ship with pre-configured security. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that you need to do is make sure that in your home you have set up some level of Wi-Fi security um, uh, for for your Wi-Fi. So not everybody can go and access your router settings and so on. That's the first level of control that needs to happen is making sure that nobody is accessing the Wi-Fi. It's like a lock outside your door. If you don't put a lock outside your door, then you can't blame if, if people come in. So that's the first level of security that needs to be done. And I still find a lot of people don't set up uh, that, that security. Mm-hmm. So that's why all Netgear routers actually come with pre-configured security uh, already built in. So when you open up the router, it already is configured with a secure network name and password. So please do go back and check that you have set up that security. That's the first level. I noticed that was one one uh, nice thing is that you like literally when you get your router and you plug it in, you turn it upside down and it tells you what 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 your network ID and what your password is. So so right out of the gate, like you said, it's turned on, and then and then you guys make it really easy through the Genie app to to change that to something that might be more um, recognizable to 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 an individual. Correct, and and uh, again, things like guest access. Again, some of these things to make sure get in the habit, basically, that when you allow um, outsiders to go and access your home network, always give them the guest access. It's it's the right thing to do. Um, uh, ha- having those basic policies in place, I think, will go a long way to securing the home network. But, but- if you are even more worried in terms of there are features like Wi-Fi on/off, there's the Wi-Fi on-off switch. So if you're going on a vacation and really don't need the Wi-Fi, you might still need the router or internet because you could have uh, some voice or IP service connected to it and everything. You can actually switch off the Wi-Fi if you don't need it. Yeah, that's a great uh, feature. And it's just a little button on the Netgear routers that allows you to disable Wi-Fi, but you still have internet connection with anything that's connected on the back through Ethernet. Uh, Wanted to give you a great tip out there. For anybody out there that's looking to upgrade their router, what you great tip to do is 
when you get a Netgear router, you know, like Sandeep mentioned, it has its own ID and, and Wi-Fi network already in. But in the Genie app, what you could do is set it up to the same Wi-Fi network and password that you currently have. And that enables all your different devices. You don't have to go back in there and change the passwords. It will automatically load up as if you just had your old router in. But now you got, obviously, a new router with that AC standard. So that's a great tip out there. Do you recommend that for people to do, Sandeep? Uh, yes, definitely. If they have uh, a, a router which is set up with the right level of security, so there are newer standards in terms of security. So if your router is more than four to five years old, um, you might want to make sure that you are using the latest setup. But if it is, I think three to four years old, most likely you have the right level of security. It would be a, it's a, it's a great help because you could have ten, fifteen devices or more in home and not going to each and every device and changing the username and password is uh, it, it, it saves you a, uh, a big hassle. And, and the great thing is you could do it all within that Genie app so it's really easy rather than going to every single device. Sandeep, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. If people are interested in Netgear routers, where can they go to get more information? Um, you can go to our website, netgear.com. Uh, you'll find all the information there. Uh, you mentioned London Drugs, so we have the re- retail stores uh, in all the major retailers. You will get it. You can you can get information on this. But the web would be a great place to start. You have all the information, the routers, on the Genie app that we spoke about, and other features like panel control. You get a lot of information. That's and all the time w- we have w- left for w- Get Connected. Sandeep, thanks for coming on the show. Mike Edgar will be back next week. We'll see you again next week. Thank you. You've been listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back next week.